Hey, everybody. It's Jeff Kelly with Solid Canine Training, the wonderful Angelo. Hello. What's up, Angie? Angelo's filling in with, for Joelle for the next two weeks of the What Would Jeff Do show. So it should be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement, a little father-son podcast action here. Mm-hmm. It's very, very nice. Happy to have you here. Happy to have you here, too. That's good. Wait, you're always here. Yeah, well, that's what the show I'm named, and the show's named after me. So it's pretty good, pretty good that I'm here. Anyway, this is a Q&A show, and um, it's on every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the way it works is you'll be typing in your questions. Um, Angela will be reading them, and then I'll be answering them. And, you know, most of the questions, they need, you know, a boarding train, frankly. You know, um, uh, at a minimum, you need a one-on-one online consult. We also have some great online um, courses. In fact, I'll put in the link to our online courses, the Green to Graduate. If everybody just got the Green to Graduate course, your dogs would be um, uh, uh, so much better. The Green to Graduate course will be able to get you to um, uh, uh, off-leash obedience. If you've been following Goose, Goose is a dog that I've got out here in Florida, and um, the progress that Goose has made, and he's a nervous, fearful, anxious dog. The progress he has made here in two weeks um, is incredible, and all we're doing is following the Green to Graduate course. And then we're also doing some troubleshooting, and for the troubleshooting, you can do the inner circle. So um, also, if you're struggling with leash reactivity, we've got a leash reactivity course. Um, You can do a one-on-one consult. Um, Also, you should join the Patreon page. And our Patreon page is at www.patreon.com slash solid canine training. But if you're not familiar with the the, uh, Green to Graduate course, let me uh, turn you on to that. Good. That's it. So promo video we've got for that. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Down. Trained in 11 days. Didn't even know its name. Angelo works the dog. Turn around and come back towards us. Been working a lot with Goose down here in Florida. Tucker here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. Good job, Tucker. All right. So um, I talk a lot about, um, I use the word punishment. Punishment is not abuse. It's been hijacked. A lot of people like to use the word correction. I also use the word correction. Um, but but the word punishment is just, you know, you apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. You apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Like, like these are facts. They're facts. You might not feel that way, but facts will care about your feelings. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. But remember, these are facts. There's a proper way to apply a punisher. There's also a proper way to apply a reward. And I've seen many, many, many people do that wrong. So you actually have to understand dog training and the Green New Graduate walks you through it. Under $200. It's a great course. And I'm going to keep preaching this course. It's not like an infomercial because the bar is disgustingly low right now and owners are struggling and dogs are struggling in, the, in, a, in a massive, massive, massive rate that I've never seen before in the last 20 years of me training dogs, 10,000 dogs traveling the world. So let's jump right into the questions, Ange. So Ange, you got you to gotta scoot back up to the top question. So use your up and down arrows on, the, on your computer. So okay. Angela's just got a new Chromebook. So there we go. And then Tristan's got a three-part question. Tristan, too many parts to your question, but we'll go. He's joking. No, I'm not joking, actually. Go. He's not joking. Go. 
from Tristan. Hi, Jeff. really struggling with potty training in a shelter rescue. He often won't go outside, even though it's here he has to, and a few times will go in his crate and be, he finds it him slash sleeping in it. No. I've tried the typical stuff such as monitor her food, food and water and go out frequently and on and on a schedule. Hey, is correct size. Could I correct this behavior with an e-collar if I catch him in the act? And finally, he only shows signs he has to go potty. He only sometimes shows signs he has to go potty and doesn't know how to how, how to ask to go outside. Really struggling with this. Um. So your dog is reverse housebroken. Your dog is, you know, what they call a dirty dog. It pisses in its crate and sleeps in it. So it's very, very, I don't want to say it's very common, but it's, I'd rather have a dog bite me. I'd rather work with an aggressive dog than a dog that you describe. Um, because it can be very, very difficult. So absolutely make sure there's not a UTI. There's probably not. It's probably behavioral. But you might as well get a urine sample over to the vet, you know, just to, just to rule that out. Um, you're doing, it sounds like you're doing the right thing. You're monitoring its food and water. Feed the dog twice a day. You can only, you can give the dog water, um, take it out of its, out of its, uh, kennel. So give it water and only a certain amount of water at certain times. When you take it outside, you take it out on a schedule, just like you mentioned you're doing, make sure the dog empties its bladder. If you're outside and you're playing around, even though the dog um, peed before um, the play, make sure the dog pees after the play. So it pees before the walk as well, pees after the walk. Um, and then also start teaching your dog duration work. Duration work. So don't let your dog just, you know, um, walk around aimlessly. The thing is, though, your dog is pissing in the crate. So the dog has not learned at all. Well, living in the shelter, the dog has learned that, you know, I mean, dogs that live in shelters are usually not housebroken. So I don't know how long you've had the dog, but what you're going to have to do is keep trying those things. Now, can you correct your dog if you catch in the act? We do. We do. We say no, apply a punisher. So um, which would be the remote cow will be your best thing. Next. From Pam Cannon. Question about priming the remote collar. I have to agree to graduate program and, and will be he getting he my puppy in November. Have a question about the, the priming Tucker moving into, into a place. So if you're not getting your dogs in November, um, and if it's a true puppy, like eight weeks old, ten weeks old, I'd suggest you, you start out with a puppy course. And if you're not part of Patreon, join Patreon because you'll get 20% off. So start out with a puppy course. Because that the puppy course is an important introduction to the green to graduate. What all priming does is priming means training the dog without the remote collar, with usually leash, food, body, dog training. And that's your priming. And then when you start transitioning over to the remote collar, you just layer it over it. You layer it over it. But if it's a true puppy, I would start out with a puppy course. So that's what a lot of people do is they get the puppy course, then move to green to graduate, and then they eventually get a consult. So that's literally the sequence. And then they have me help them troubleshoot with the consult. Or you just keep popping into the, these free YouTubes, um, um, the streams. You ask a question. Or on Patreon, for $10 a month, you can actually buy a yearly membership on our page for $100.80. Weird number, but that's just the way it is. So it's about $8 a month. And you can attend a once-a-week Zoom Q&A, which is face-to-face, audio-to-audio. It's pretty cool. So a lot of people that are doing Green Green to Graduate are, are, are doing that. So, um, But the, the priming is you're teaching your dog how to do the command 
prior to you using the remote collar. Next. From Kareen. So nice to have Angela as your co-host. Oh, yeah. It's great to have him. Next. From Kyle. Good evening, Jeff and Angelo. Hope your days have been well. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Days going well? Yeah. Yeah. How's school going? Good. Angelo's got a new virtual school he's taking a couple of classes with, and it's challenging him. Yes. It's challenging him. It's big. Third grade to fourth grade. The world changed. Warning. Third grade <laughs> when you're in third grade, it's easy. When it's when you're in fourth grade, it all catches up to you. Yeah. It kicks you in the ass, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Next. So, oh wait, no, that's uh canine training. Yeah, those are links. We can read them. Academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Well now you've already read. Well, I know, but I'm saying that's how we put food on the table, kid. You gotta put the promotions out. That's how how do you think how do you think the, the lights stay on here? Right? <laughs> Next. From from Gerdberg. Hey, is, hey, is this happening right? Oh yeah, this is happening live, Gerdberg. It's live. Oh, wait, no. Hey, this is happening, right? Oh Let yeah. it run. This is happening, right? Not a figment of his imagination. It's happening. Yep. Yes. It's six oh nine Wednesday, October twelfth. It's live. Next. Okay, from Pam Cannon. Can you oh, from Pam Cannon? Can you talk about priming the remote collar and reading the dog's demeanor? Well, I mean, the thing about the again, so it seems like we might be talking about a couple of different things. So, if you're saying how do you introduce the remote collar to the dog? Okay, there's priming, which is not has, has nothing to do with the remote collar. That's just all leash work. So, what we do is we we personally train dogs off the remote in obedience. When we're talking obedience up to correction level, and then we layer the remote. But when you start introducing the remote to get the working level, dogs, some, they, they react a lot differently. They react differently. Some dogs look nervous. Some dogs look fearful. Some dogs look confused. Um, some dogs, so that's where you've got to figure out your numbers. Um, and then your CS, though, is the lowest level. So your continuous stim is your lowest level that the dog feels. Now, those levels can go up and down depending on your environmentals. So we like to start the remote collar on an inside, interior work, something like place is good, something in movement is good. And you're just trying to get the dog to understand how to shut the remote off. Sometimes you see a lot of different body um changes are a little bit confused at the beginning but it's a really low level it's pressure similar to the pressure on the on the on the, on the leash because it's just so low it's not this shocking feeling it's just like a low feeling now if when you go higher 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 in the numbers oh it's uncomfortable but that's not the way you start out um obedience at all next from from Gerdberg, i see that it is yep definitely from Kim. Hi, Angela. I like your glasses. Hello, and thanks. Thanks. This is his backup pair. Can, can we not get into that story? I'm sorry, all right? I know. I we, pick up your, we pick up your a new pair that's the same as the old pair tomorrow. And now you spilled the beans. <laughs> next, next question. <laughs> all right. For, oh, uh, from J. Hill. I lo love that Instagram store. He's showing the uh, obedience drills with Goose. Will you ever do a Green to Graduate Part 2 with more advanced drills? <clears throat> yes, we will. But you know what else is really good? Um, we will. Like, I, I showed it with Goose, actually. I showed you, I, we showed advanced stuff with Goose, like, you know, from him going from a down to place. That's advanced. Um, from him going, um, you know, you know, distance kettling up. That's more advanced. Um, distance, you know, um, um, 
uh, place that's more advanced, um, learning how to troubleshoot. But that's why we have the inner circle. If you've not signed up for the inner circle, um, who asked that question? Pam. Pam. If you have not tried the Jill. Jill? Yeah, Jill, um, the inner circle is um, there's one spot left for the November inner circle. It's we meet once a week for four times for four weeks, and it's a 90 minute meeting with you and there's only a total of five people, and it's for helping you troubleshoot. There's videos. We go back and forth on the video. You submit video. We make videos for you, and um, it's a game changer. It's a game changer, and we can help you with all your advanced work right there. Next. From Pam, I was talking about the CS with the e-collar. Oh. Yeah, so I think I explained. I think I covered my bases on that one. Next. Also from Pam, Pam Cannon. So maybe I should get the puppy course and forget looking at the green to graduate right now. I am a Patreon member. So you can, no, 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 you can look at it. Pam, look at the course just so you get the, con the concepts down. But I would highly suggest, suggest you get the puppy course. Use your 20% discount code. The code's at the top of the page. Um, or you can privately message me. I, I, I don't put it on the podcast here because everyone's not a Patreon member. And it's something that, that folks treasure um, that 20% off. So I would get the puppy course. Absolutely. Because that's going to set you up. That's going to set you up. I mean, they're just going to put you in the right sequence. Next. From Kelly. Working through the green to graduate. Hit game changer. Question on the walk. I do driveway drills and calm minds. Had to start walking. Dog will heal when told. But he is still very distracted and nervous. So I have to stay to say heal well, constantly. Very distracted dog. He's always looking around and scanning. Trying to push forward silent, silent, slightly. Not necessarily right. pulling. Right. Jumps at any noise. How... How would I start cleaning this up? Okay. No, I have not started with remote collar yet. Hence, still on prawn, which I do pop him, but I, the comment ended there. Okay, so what's happening is this. The remote collar is going to dramatically help you because you might be also underwhelming the dog. The remote collar is going to also help state of mind dramatically, dramatically. But what you're doing is, is do more spatial pressure. So is that the person get the green to graduate? Did you mention that? But um, uh, yes. okay, so go to make sure you watch your spatial pressure video. Watch your spatial pressure video. That's going to dramatically help you. All right. So what happens is also the swivel head. What you can do is when the dog say makes a swivel head. So do do a protocol called find the leg. Literally, say so you're walking you're walking down the street. Dog's on your left. Make a little jump to your right. Dog say heel. Pop the leash. Why isn't your dog next to you? Walk a little bit and make a quick 180. Where's your dog? Why isn't he next to you? I mean, you know, right? These are these are sort of like rhetorical questions, but it's like, but your dog should be like so aware of that leg of yours that it doesn't want to look anywhere else. Doesn't want to look anywhere else. Next. From Haiti. Hi, Jeff and Angelo. Hey, Haiti. Hey, Haiti. How are you? From Skyler Weatherby. Would you recommend the Nine zero four e collar here for her uh, her four dogs. If not, what's the best to you who's to control all my dogs at once? Yeah, that's the um the one from e collar technologies, the nine zero four with you get four different buttons, four different colored collars. That's a good one. Um also um dog try makes uh I think they're calling it the edge. That's good. But the um e collar technology one is great. Yeah, absolutely for four dogs. Next. From Sue, not a training question, but I'm curious if you are, you or anyone here has ever seen 
taking their dog's breath when it's not particularly hot or cold out. I have seen my dog's breath a few times in the last week, and it seems weird to me. So that's a vet question. So that's a new behavior, all right, unless your dog is sucking down ice cubes, you know, or smoking cigarettes, you know, or got got into your reefer. You know, that's that's a possibility. You know, edibles, there's no smoke. Um, But, you know, I think what what could happen is that would be a medical question. There might be something going on that is way, way, way out of my skill set. Next. Hi, from Miss Way. Uh, is there a comment above that? No. All right. From Mr. D. Hi, gentlemen. Can you give me an explanation why my five-month-old won't go to the bathroom on leash on our walks? I can't get a good reason why and what I can do to remedy it all the best from the uk hey hey uk we love the uk as much hate as we get it's the number one country we get hate from we get so much organized hate. it's organized like i'll get 500 i'll get 500 hate comments one morning literally hundreds of them you know it hasn't been 500 for a while but easily get a dozen you know but in the, in the heyday i was getting 500 to a thousand hate comments you know every every, every morning um but uh, we've got a huge fan base in the uk and i love the uk um well, I'll be heading over there one day uh, soon, depending on their, um, uh, uh, their their vaccine mandate stuff, if they drop their vaccine mandates because our family is not vaccinated. So anyway, um, there are a lot of dogs out there. I don't know if it's a lot. There are dogs out there that will not go to the bathroom on leash. They just will not go to the bathroom on leash. What do you do? Well, it depends how well-trained your dog is. Drop the leash. Just make sure they don't piss on it. You know, um, so um, if they do pee on it, don't use cotton leashes. Use a nylon or a, or a blend so it's easier to wash off. But um, or just make sure it's not underneath the dog's, you know, you know, privates. Um, and and you can all you can make sure that worst case scenario, you can just step on it really quick if the dog decides to bolt. There are absolutely dogs that are super aware of the, of you holding the leash, and they will not go to the bathroom. I've known. Um, uh, 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 you know what, Sean O'Shea, my buddy Sean O'Shea, his dog Bell, who's no longer living, um, would not piss on leashes. We'd be out for a walk. We would unhook her, boom, drop trowel, do the business, and then put the leash back on. Next. From Haiti, he, will you be doing a podcast this weekend for the people who purchased the leash reactivity course? Ooh, I don't know. Should we? Well, hold on here. I don't know. Need a co-host? Well, well, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Am I supposed to be doing one? This Joelle usually takes care of it. And if everybody wants to know what's going on with Joelle, um, I mean, we made it's public right now. Um, unfortunately, um, on Saturday night, um, her mother passed, and um, on Saturday afternoon, um, her mother's been in and out of the hospital for for years. Um, and on Saturday afternoon, um, she was not doing well at all. And we, you know, well, we were able to get her on the last flight out of um, Florida, where we are here. And um, she got home. Unfortunately, she didn't get home in time. And um, there's nine children in the family. And um, the matriarch uh, 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 of the family is no longer with them. And um, it is devastating. The whole family is devastated. And Joelle was beyond she was very close to her mother and she's beyond beyond devastated i mean she was literally texting her from the plane like chit chat and then when she got home she was gone um so i'm not quite sure when joelle will be back um uh, she will be at the mastermind up in providence that we know um but i'm not quite sure um if we have something planned for this weekend let me call somebody else on that one 
um, and, and ask um, next. All right. From Kelly. Amazing. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate the details. Trying that tonight on the walk. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, if, if you're not on the remote tower, get on that as quick as possible. Is that the same Kelly that was asking about, like, the head, the head going around back and forth? Uh, so try spatial pressure. Spatial pressure is a game changer. But Goose, the dog that we've got here down for a boarding train, his head is always, always, always. He's a nervous, fearful, anxious dog. So, don't, you know, just in the house, he was a train wreck. And then outside, he was a train wreck. And then we're taking him to Farmer's Market. We took him to an outdoor cafe. I don't know if you saw that picture on Instagram stories of him um, in an outdoor cafe in the settle, double down position. He's been a rock star. An hour and a half, he was in a, he was in a down, downstay at the outdoor cafe. He's doing, like, he's on the other side of the couch now. I can't even see him from where I'm sitting. He'll be doing a three-hour place command. So that all helps. But, but outside in public, he's still, like, so nervous and skittish. But it's, it's not where his head used to go, his body used to follow. So imagine that. So now, at least now, his body is staying in a heel, but his head's still nervous. What do we do? We correct him for that. He gets actually corrected for that because he was such a spaz. Next. From Hendy, but my Ronnie barks at random people. He'll like, sometimes he barks at my son with a hat on, so I tell him to take it off and he quits barking. He, he just wants to run to people and jump on a walk. Okay, a couple of things. So, Wendy, number one, stop telling your son to take off the hat. Start telling your dog to shut up. Seriously. Your son shouldn't have to take off the hat. Nobody should have to take off their hat or their sunglasses or their long coats or, you know, shave, shave their beard because your dog barks at them. What, what should happen is you should teach your dog how to stop barking. How do you do that? Using a prong cow, a leash pop, remote cower, remote cower, stim, bonker, bonker. There should, you should be applying a, a punisher to an, instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Okay. As far as... Um, he wants to run to people to jump on a walk. Number one, if the dog is in a proper heel position, how could he jump on people? How could he be jumping on people? Right? So if he tries to, again, a leash pop. I've got a great video on YouTube. It's free. It's ironically titled, How to Stop Jumping. We get dogs to stop jumping in three seconds or less. So Goose, this dog that we've got with us now, his, one of his biggest issues was every time anyone came, comes in the door, um, or, or just like walking around, he jumps on them. He jumped on us once. That's it. Why? Because we wanted him to. If you watch, if you listen to the, um, or if you read the Instagram post from this morning or the Facebook post from this morning, setting your dog up to fail. Yep. Go ahead and jump on us. And he learned real quick. That's a really bad choice. Next. Hi, Jeff and I, Oh, from Alice in eight, nine, nine, two. Hi, Jeff and Angelo. Oh, hey, Allison. Hey. Next. Next. From Okahi. Oh. Hey, Okahi. Anyways, hey, Jeff and Angelo. Hope you're doing well. We are. Yep. I've got a hog that... I've got a hog that had, had eats grass when it's stressed out. At, at least that's... Yeah. It, the word's autocorrected. And well, he'll drink crazy amounts of water when swim not salt water i corrected the grass but how do i fix the water that's a hard one so mm. so oh, no. uh, the grass shouldn't correct the water i mean if he's, if he's literally putting his head in and drinking the water that shouldn't correct but a lot of times when there's dogs are swimming back to you 
um, the water goes into their mouth. So, cause their head is not up high enough. So what you can do is you can, that, that, that's a challenging one. Just to let you know, you can start patterning that with um, head position with a leash, but that's a really hard one. That's a hard one. That one stumps me sometimes that swimming back with their mouth too low, or if they've got a ball in their mouth and they're breathing, you know, <sighs> water's coming in their mouth a lot. That can be a challenging one. And then they just throw it all up and salt water. They throw it all up and get dehydrated. They can get bloat. There's so many problems with that. Mm -hmm. Next. From Melanie, go Angelo. Thank you. Thank you so much. Angelo's doing great. Next. Yay. From Gerd, best wishes. It really sucks to lose your mom. It does. It does. Yeah. Both of her parents, unfortunately, are no longer with us. From Kyrank, would you correct her looking intently at another? Hog on the walk. Her reactivity is greatly improved, and she will. St uh, what just happened? And she will stay in heel position, but she's still really focused on passing dogs. E collar train. Yep, I would. Yeah. So the dog is still loading. So you've done a great job. Congratulations. The dog is still loading. All right, but you got to stop that. You have to stop that. Next. From Karen, how can I sign up for the Karen? By the way. From Karen. Yep. How can I sign up for Inner Circle? Yeah, inner Circle would be good for you. Just remember, Karen, with your time crunches, it's Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Historically, that's when, when it's been. I think it's to been Tuesday nights. Right. To 8.30, right. Um, email me, and then I'll pass it on to Joelle, or I'll pass it on to Tony, and they'll, they'll send you an invite. They'll send you an invite. But I think there's one spot left. All right? So it's Jeff at SolidCanineTraining.com. Jeff at SolidCanineTraining.com. I don't have the link for it. Next. All right. I remember her reading somewhere. Oh, wait, from Haiti. I remember reading somewhere you would be he doing maybe a Q&A. Hey, for early purchase yeah. of the he leash reactivity course, keep us posted. No, we were supposed to be. I remember that, too. Let me, um, I don't. Let me make some notes here about that. Read the next question, Angelo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out about you. But if it's this weekend, I don't know if we can do it this weekend. But um, I know, I remember we were supposed to be doing that too. Next. Next. Okay. From Skyler. I am currently working with a board and train who constantly winds up dogs when in command. I've used the e-collar and prawn to correct it, but it doesn't seem to be working. You mentioned this morning that the trainers don't know how to properly correct, and I feel like... like Hey, because that's what I'm doing. The highest I've done and on e-collar is 40. Do I go higher? So the thing is this, is whining is a pain in the ass. I'd rather have it a dog that was aggressive than a whining dog. I honestly would. Whining can be difficult. All I can tell you is this, is it sucks to have to go high for whining, but um, you're underwhelming your dog most likely. So make it suck to whine. No, calmly. And then make it suck. Whining, whining historically stops. Um, Goose was a big whiner. He was a big whiner overnight. Um, we put a knee collar on him for the first week he was here. And he learned in a matter of days, but by the end of the first week, he learned that whining was not a good thing to do. And it was not fun because, because these are not low levels. Now, next. But guess what? He doesn't whine anymore. From Wendy. Thanks. I'll do that. Awesome. From Kyle. Angelo is such a good co-host. Thanks. Yep. Angelo's the best. He's been doing a lot of the training. He's doing a lot of filming. So in the last four days, if you see me in a video, 
that's Angelo filming. And then if you see Angelo, next two weeks actually. Yeah, and if you see Angelo in a video, that's him training dogs. Next. From Al from Allison. And Angelo is such a oh wait, I already read that. That's another one. Another compliment. Oh. Thanks, Allison. All right. From Kelly. Ha ha ha. Yes, Goose is same as my dog outside is a lot for him to process. Spooked just by leaves moving. Yep. This is great to hear. It can be he fixed. PS can't wait for inner circle. Yep. I can't wait to have you there, Kelly, too. Um, I was excited to see you there. I that you signed up for it. Thank you so much. Um, this is the thing, Kelly. There's um, right now at Home Depot, you've got that, you've got that Christmas um, Halloween combo, like those big, huge mannequins that move. And animatronics. animatronics that really freaks people out. So, so Goose goes to Home Depot every day. And we put him in a downstay right in front of the animatronics. And I think we put some stuff on the um, on Instagram stories. And if you're not following us on Instagram stories, Instagram stories is where I would say most of our content goes because we can put up 20 stories a day, but we don't want to put up 20 posts a day. Um, and they disappear in 24 hours, so you want to check back every day. Um, and uh, we, we Goose learned the settle command, which is technically the double down. The settle command for him has been a game changer. I, I took, a, I did one video. See, I can't do, I don't do a lot of the editing, but we'll, we'll be able to have, when Joelle is back, I'll have her edit a video of Goose on his own at Home Depot in a downstay with his head like this. And then when I say settle, boom, his head hits the ground. So still, underneath his own decision-making, he still can't do it. But once he's told to settle, boom, he does it. So he's becoming very, very obedient, but I want him to start doing it on his own. If it's too much for him, I want him to go, you know what? This is too much for me. Let me put my head down. Because normally he would want to flee. Next. From Jan, I also live in Bradenton. Do you have a local, local events? Great job, Angelo. Thank you. So no, I don't. I don't do local events. This is what I do in Bradenton. We do one dog at a time, and we're booked, I think, till February of next year. One dog at a time on a boarding train. And then I do um, – those are with easier dogs, by the way, um, unlike in Providence where we work with, you know, man-eaters um, and highly dog-aggressive dogs. Um, and then what I do is a two-hour triage, a two-hour triage at your house I can do. Um, and that can be, out, you know, at your house in the community for, and that can be for any behavioral problem. So if you go to our website, solidcaninetraining.com, it'll show you what we're doing in, in, in Florida, but I'm doing limited services in Florida because, um, I came down here and literally with, uh, just to start creating more content and, um, and the company runs up in, in Providence on its own. Well, there's it's a great team up there. Um, and then Joelle is in charge of all the staff up there. And, um, but I'm still doing, you know, dog training here or there to help people out. Next. I had a, I had a one-on-one -on -one client whose dog's lost, whose, yeah, dog's lost his mind on a prawn with their owners present. He walked previously on the prawn with me, did great, but uh, no owners in sight. We worked through, but any tips? That was the tip right there. You worked through it. Just remember, um, Allison, association. Always remember association. And this would have happened on a slip lead. This would have happened on a harness, on a martingale, on a flat buckle collar. 
This would have happened with any any device. It's not a prong cower conversation. It's a how I behave around my owner's conversation. And that we've seen that. We've seen dogs that know rock solid obedience. Literally. Like for instance, Goose is going to be doing a three hour downstay, three hour place command, I'm sorry, tonight. Goose can go, you know, we were featuring all this stuff that Goose can do. Um, Goose couldn't go in the, in the car before. He would bark his head off in the car. Now Goose lies with his head down. Now when the owners come, the owners have to be trained on, obviously, what has to be done. But the association he has with the owners is, I'm an out-of-control dog that's a nervous, fearful, anxious wreck. So the owners need to um, understand what to do. Also, Goose's owners um, have a toddler a two-year-old, um, and then another one on the way. So we've been baby-proofing him too. Um, and like, will he listen to that? So it, that's what I always tell dog trainers. It's like, who are you training for? Training for you, your own ego, which a lot of, we all have egos, or are you training for the client, which is what we do. We train for the client. Next. From Julie. Hey, hello, Jeff and Angela. Well, sending love from Nebraska. Oh, thank you, Julie. Hey, Nebraska. Julie's one of the good ones out there. She's a dog trainer. Hmm. From Mark. Hi, Jeff and Angela. Hello. Angela is doing a fantastic job. Thanks. If I do your puppy course, will this lead into your green to graduate? Mark is a great, yes, it does. It's a great, it literally is a great segue. So for the puppy course, we used a 10-week-old dog, and we had it at our house for a week, and it shows you the progress we made in a week. And then we, for the green to graduate course, we had uh, Tucker at our house for two weeks. And then um, it shows you the sequence of what we did with Tucker. Next. From Haiti. Hey, do you have a video teaching the settle command? Yeah, it's a video called the double down. You can call, we just, you can call it settle. Double down. Yeah, it's a double down video. It's on YouTube. And it's so funny because there's so, there's, you know, you guys, you know, we all know there's a ton of hate videos out there on me, um, which is which is just fine if that's what people. You know, just keep in mind, and for my fellow dog trainers out there, if you guys are getting a bunch of hate, if you're having a hard time getting through it, book a one-on-one -on -one with me. I'll walk you through it. I'll walk you through how to deal with hate. Just remember, anybody that's doing great in life, in any category of life, does not hate. Just remember that. Like, like, I can't imagine putting a negative comment on social media. I can't imagine saying a negative thing to another human being. But people that make a habit of then going one step farther about making an, a video from our content that they've got to download, edit it, put a narrative or a voiceover over it, like that takes a lot of work. So you have a lot of spare time when you're not in your mother's basement going up and down the steps or, or actually she brings you food because you're still in your thirties. So she still makes you lunch. So, cause you're not old enough yet to do stuff and still fold your clothes and um, you have a big L on your forehead. Um, here I am saying, I would never say anything negative, right? Um, I'm more mocking people. Um, the point is, is that um, there's a, there's a hate video out there um, out, out there on me um, that says that we hit dogs at 100 to get them to do a double down. And meanwhile, I've got a how-to video that shows you the double down. It literally shows you step-by-step -step how to do it. And I think everything is below 10. It's just really, really funny. It's really, really funny. So I'm at, I'm, I'm at a point now where I, I just, I just, 
I find the the I find people that hate others um, interesting, especially on a public forum, and people that have to bring other people down to make themselves feel good. Um, it's very, very interesting. But all I can say is if you're getting hate or negative comments on your social media, you just delete, you know, block the person and then delete the comment. And always remember that someone's opinion of you has got nothing to do with you. Always remember that. It usually comes from people with low self-worth, low self-esteem, and unresolved childhood issues that they have not worked through yet. That's where all the hate comes from. That's where it all comes from. Next. Uh, okay. So thank you for the advice this morning on eCollar. It was 100% a fit issue. Oh, awesome, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle probably, um, I've got another podcast. This morning, he was here yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you weren't aware, um, I've got another podcast called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. And it's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is actually late for me because I wake up at um, usually 1 or 2 in the morning. But <laughs> we're not going to do one that, that early yet. Next. Mm-hmm. Papa, I love being your co-host. I just want to say. Cool. I love being your co-host, too. Wait, but I'm the co-host. Well, that, if you're a co-host, that makes me a co-host. No, that makes you a host. So I'm the host and you're the co-host? Well, yeah. Okay, stop playing with your microphone. Sorry, sorry. Right. Next. I love having you as my co-host. All right. I constantly brings in an aggressive dog to be socialized with dogs. He has muscled the entire time around dogs and has tried to bite them twice. He also redirects on people. Is there a way for him to ever be able to play around dogs without a muscle or is he only wasting his hour time? So, Skylar, I do not know you as a, um, at least I don't think I do. I don't know you as your skill set and I don't know the owner and I don't know the dog. But the answer is yes. But let's forget about the unmuzzling and let's just let's just be concerned with can the dog exist around other dogs? Like that's the start. That's the start. Can the dog exist around other dogs? And personally, I would do it without the owner there to start. But you need to be able to, you know, whenever we have a dog that goes after other dogs and tries to attack them, the, we, we put double collars on those dogs, literally two collars, the double boss, actually. So it's not the mini educator. Or it's not the mini educator. It's the boss. They wear double bosses. And if you go after another dog, you, we will inflict large amounts of discomfort on you. And I say that very, very proudly. We don't enjoy it. We don't like it. But I say it with a full confidence because there's a lot of dog trainers out there that are, that are lying to you about the remote collar use that they do. They'll be like, oh, we never go above 20. I'm like, you're fucking full of shit. You're lying. What do you mean never go above 20? 20? 20 is a tickle on the balls for most dogs. Okay? 20 does nothing. You're trying to tell me 20 means something to a high-drive dog? Dogs don't feel 20. Dogs don't feel 100 when they're in drive. Dogs go through underground fencing, which is way more than 100, to get a ball. What do you think they're going to do with a rabbit or a coyote? What do you think they're going to do with, 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 with deer? What do you think they're going to do with another dog they want to attack? So we make it royally suck. That's step one. Step two is different. Step three, step four, step five. But I don't know your skill set. But we can do a one-on-one. -on -one. You can show me. 
video of the dog. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Next. From, from Allison. Yes, the own, owners look... You, you missed a couple. You missed a bunch. No, I'm, I'm farther up. Hold on. No, see? Okay, Allison, yep. Yeah, Allison. Yep. From Allison. Yes, the owners looked horrified while he was screaming his head. Keep going, please. All right, while he was screaming his head off, and I calmly explained it wouldn't last long, and I had them take turns while, while walking him and giving corrections once he yep. was in the group. It's just, it's just all it is, all it is is like a kid in a candy store screaming its head off. I've had dogs do crocodile rolls. I've had dogs scream. I've had dogs, like, it's like you're killing them. It's like you're killing them. And I have had them do it on slip leads. So it's, again, it's not a prong collar conversation. It's a thing around the neck. I don't want to walk this way conversation. Next. From Lokahi. One last question. What do you tell clients that think using e-collar for correction is, a, a, is, is it as its first impression will make the dog associate the e-collar or negative? I, negative, I, I, negative. I, I tell them that's, a way, that's an industry lie. But a lot of dog trainers are actually saying that. For, you know, we have a dog that comes into our training center that is dog aggressive. What do you think the first protocol we do is? Well, no, let me make it even better. Because we can keep a dog away from dogs. We have a dog that comes in the training center that's human aggressive. Literally, it attacks. I don't think, I don't think people that work with, that do not work with really challenging dogs understand these concepts. We have dogs that have no problem inflicting large amounts of pain on us with their mouth. Now, they're muzzled, but you can still muzzle punch us. You can still jump up and scratch us. But we have dogs that have no problem at all going after us with intent to harm us. Well, I'm not going to start teaching you sit, down, place, walking on a leash, recall, until we have a conversation that says that can't go on. So what are you going to do? How about this? Hey, Jeff, on a one-on-one -on -one consult. Hey, Jeff, my dog uh, barks out the front window. I've been paying for 30 minutes of my time. My dog barks out, bark, barks out the front window and counter surfs and gets in the trash. Okay, great. That's all high-level remote collar protocols. All of it. High-level. Not for a one-count. Countersurfing, trash, that's a 10 count. And it sucks. But you can also die if we don't stop it. Like, do people realize that? It can cost you $3,000 to $5,000 if you do not stop it or your dog could be dead. And somebody listening to the show has, has rushed their dog to the emergency room, have them cut open with a sharp knife on a table where they can die underneath anesthesia. They can have an infection. Surgery can go wrong. They might have to go back in. I mean, if just just... Welcome to the world of dogs. So we fix those problems. All of a sudden, they're like, holy shit. My dog's not doing all this bad stuff anymore. My dog is not, is not as much of an asshole as I thought. You know what? I think I want my dog to be awfully trained. Let me buy this green to graduate course for $197. I got to pay $225 to talk to Gelman for an hour, $125 for half an hour. I'll, I'll just buy the course for $197. 
I'll learn on my own. They buy the course. It's all low-level remote cower work. What did you do first with the dog? You made the remote cower suck. Now what are you doing? You're using, you're using food and training the dog on remote cower. We're not seeing dogs afraid of remote cowers. Next. From Kelly, so true. No time to drag others when you're, you're busy being successful. Bye, haters. No, no time. You could be making, you, you know, the, it, it's so funny because instead of making hate videos, you can be making help videos. Instead of making hate videos, make help videos. If folks don't like what I do, do it better. That's all I got to say. Nice. From Carolee, accurate analysis of human psychology. I think they're talking about when you said, hey, those who tell the truth are, are hated the most. That's well, that's true. That's true. Truth tellers are hated. Oh, so that's a quote. That you basically said a quote from Plato. He's an ancient Greek philosopher. Did I? You, you essentially, you repeated the main idea of a quote. Hmm. Think they'll make a, a stone bust out of me? Nah, probably not. Put me in a museum? Nah. No? Well, unless there's a great dad museum. Damn, kid. You're on, <laughs> you're on fire tonight. Next. Yeah. All right. From Allison. And... Uh, I love your guys' relationship. It's so sweet to witness. Oh, well, thank you. Yay. From Tim, Border Collie, highly reactive on the leash and will attack other dogs and sometimes people. Your thoughts? Well, get a muzzle for that dog. So number one. Number two, training a heel does not stop this, but we're going to use that to leverage it. So make sure your dog knows a good heel. But training a good heel will not stop this. Let me fully clarify that. But let's train the dog a good heel so then we can start leveraging it. Because what we're going to start doing is correcting the dog for breaking heel, correcting the dog then for loading on other dogs, and correcting the dog for lunging. But the goal is that the dog should be in a – the way we train the heel with the dog behind us, we want the dog to – we want the dog to have a different mindset. A whole different mindset. Next. Okay. Well, uh, what just happened? Okay. You're pushing too many buttons, sweetheart. I'm trying to get to the next question. Use your up and down arrows. I was. Okay. All right. From um, Fabi from Fabio. Hi, Jeff and Angelo. Thanks in advance for her, her all this all the content and help. How to help a skittish dog like that sometimes does mini barks, wolves, and or her walks as it was sneaking and in hiding itself off in some place. Yeah, so when you got a lot of your nervous, fearful, anxious dogs that they that they like, you know, they, they do a little bit of slinkiness um, mm -hmm. and they give out those little, like, little wolves, you can correct those. Um, what I would tell you to do is this, believe it or not, here I am in the green graduate course, teaching a nervous, fearful, anxious dog a really good level of obedience and holding the dog accountable will dramatically improve all of that nervousness. Because now what you do is you've got these protocols in place where you actually have a level of expectation of the dog to do certain behaviors. And then you can start holding the dog accountable. So now the dog is going, oh, there's rules, there's protocols. So what happens is the dog focuses on the rules, the protocols, the behaviors, 
pays attention to the handler, becomes more handler aware. And guess what it doesn't do? It stops worrying about everything else. Next. From, from Ryan. Ryan, yep. Ryan. Hey, Jeff, our dog gets anxious once, once we park our car and starts whining. We corrected at 50 and he went back into a dam, but whines like he's frustrated no. and stressed. Too high or not high enough? Not high enough. Not high enough. So what you can do is you can correct at 50, you went back into a down, and then you can start, start with your lower numbers and see what happens. Next. From Skyler. I will admit that I've only, he, well, I, I've only he been training since March this year. The owner brings into the dog to board at least once every two months. I, at 30, he, a 30 senseless dog screaming and running away from the dogs. After that correction, he lays under a chair and avoids everyone until he gets put up. So I guess, yes, yes he can't settle it. It's just the initial five minutes. No loading that I've noticed. Okay. You just press that button there. You put it on. You put it on that thing right there. Oh, poop. Yeah. So, so, um, you, so I would. I know. I'm trying to um get rid of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Honey, it's fine. I don't care. There we go. And okay. now it's here on mine. It's not on mine, though. No. Don't worry about it. It's all set. All set. So um, I would I would encourage you to do one on one one on one with me because there's other protocols you want to be doing. There's other protocols you want to be doing. How the dog comes into, um, you did it again. Okay. That's why I want you to use your up and down arrows, and I don't want you to use your, um, your, your, uh, your okay. pad. Okay. That um, makes sense. Yep. So um, what I would do is do a one-on-one -on -one counsel with me because there's a lot of variables there. Next. Lokahi. That's pretty much what I say as well. Just want, want to hear what you tell them. Thank you. You're welcome, Lokahi. We miss you, by the way. From Alyssa, if I schedule a consolation with you for her stopping separation anxiety, does it have to have recorded video as of what I've tried already? Um, it doesn't have to, but you can. Because, I mean, I know, I know what it looks like. So if you, if you describe what you've tried, I'll know what it looks like. But it doesn't hurt, but it does take away time. Don't make the videos too long because it takes time away from the, the session. So I don't look – people usually send me videos, but I don't look at them. I do not look at them before the actual – clock starts because then it takes up too much of my day it takes up too much of my day next from kyle the green to graduate program is amazing it's a real game changer thank you yeah we're, we're really proud of it we really are i mean i firmly believe that if if everybody got the green to graduate program number one half the people wouldn't need a dog trainer um, but even dog trainers which our, our affiliate program starts it was supposed to start this week but i think it's gonna probably be starting next week where um you can actually um, it, you don't have to be a dog trainer either, by the way. Um, you just have to, if you got social media equity out there, where they, it doesn't have to be a humongous following either. But if you got a following out there, um, or you've got it can be a large following, or even a small following, but you've got a lot of interaction with people, um, you can be promoting um, our our green to graduate program. And for every one that people buy from you, you'll be making eighty dollars. That. that just, it's not like you do anything. It's all automated. It's all automated. So imagine you're selling, you know, one every two days, one every three days. It's like $1,000 a month. Yeah. Which you'll be making. It's pretty good. So um, anybody wants to be an affiliate, email me. Next. All right. Fra 
from Gerdberg. Great, great dad at BZ. Um, great idea. Well, there's a lot of great dads out there. That's for sure. A lot of them. A lot of there's a lot of great human beings out there. This is the problem. I think when I was younger, I wanted to start a news channel, all positive news. Literally, I want to start a news channel, um, all positive news. Every everything you saw was all positive, 100% positive. It was nothing negative at all. Actually, I think it predates the internet, so I might have wanted to do it in magazine or newspaper format. And I'm glad I didn't because it'd be easier to do it now. But all positive, wonderful news. There's so much wonderful stuff happening out there right now. There's like we're heading down to um, uh, Fort Myers this weekend to deliver another truckload of to another truckload of goods to the um, hurricane pe- people. People Fort that Myers got destroyed. Fort Myers got totaled totaled so we're gonna we go to costco load up the truck with stuff diapers water uh, snacks um um uh clean you know um wipes um uh, we're probably gonna bring it down a i'm gonna grab a i saw grills i saw some grills for 139 dollars at uh propane grills for 139 dollars at uh, home depot today i think maybe i'll pick up one or two of those with like you know two to four propane tanks bring those down you know also, um, they can cook their food. Well, cook outside. Cook outside. Because a lot of people are not inside their houses there because there's so much mold. And also, the houses are destroyed. Well, but there's still, there's still theoretically at this point now, if a house is still standing, a lot of people can go into their houses. But there's so much flood water that they don't want to go in the houses because there's so much black mold. So they wanted, they're, they're, a lot of people are living on their front porches, living in their front yards. So um, I'm going to, instead of, you know, and they have a lot of people, some people have their power back, but that doesn't mean they want to be in their house. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Next. From Gerdberg. Great. Oh, wait, no, that's just a repeat. Mr. D, the worst thing about your critics is that they don't give any alternatives to what you do. Okay, you criticize me. How, 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 what should I do without my high control dog? Silence. Right. Yeah. I always ask people, you know, it's I, it's a waste of my time to do it. But I say every once in a while, I'll, I'll like have fun with some of the trolls and I'll be like, OK, I'm doing it wrong. You're right. Well, then tell me how to do it right. And there'll be like this long, like, well, I wouldn't do what you do. I'm like, yeah, I, we, we've already established that. Like, we've already established you wouldn't do what I would do. I get it. That's because that's mean and abusive. So then what would you do? Um, in this crickets. And I'll say, I'll tell you what, let me make it really, really easy for you. I'll make it really easy for you. There's a couple of behaviors that are very common in this industry. How do you stop jumping on people? How do you stop resource guarding? And how do you stop barking out the front window? Those three things. Any capable dog trainer should be able to stop those things immediately. Immediately. Like we're talking in seconds. Stop them, especially resource guarding. And, and if you tell me something that I know doesn't work, I'll tell you it doesn't work because I know what works and doesn't work. And if you tell me something that takes like days, like I'll be like, so you're gonna let you're gonna let your dog jump on people for multiple days, and you live with grandma, and you also have a toddler, and you let your dog jump on those th- those people, like that's quite dangerous. I want you to be able to. You can stop jumping now. Right now, the second. If you brought a jumping dog into my house, that dog would not jump in about two to three seconds. Okay. Next. 
from Kim. No more. No one is more hated than he who speaks the truth. Plato. Yeah. Hey, you stole my quote <laughs> from the person who whose quote I stole. She didn't steal your quote. The quote is available for everybody to speak. Uh, Papa, I know. Now, if you want to know who someone who's, who's hated, You're not the only comedian here. Okay. For <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, speaking of haters, I don't know if you have any, there's any Candace Owens fans out there, but her new documentary comes out tonight. Ooh. Exposes BLM. Big, big exposes BLM. Big time. Yep. So, she's, she's well hated, but boy, she's not standing down at all. Miss Candace Owens. Next. Robert. Hello. Hello. That, that's oh, that's it? it? Oh, hello, that's Robert. It. That's it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Hello. Okay. Hello to you, Robert. Kim, you amaze me. Keep pulling that quote, Angelo. Thanks. Yeah, Angelo is a wealth of um, knowledge. Actually, I didn't know that quote existed until a few podcasts ago when I was co-hosting and someone pulled that quote up. So actually, I learned that from this podcast, ironically. But aren't you, but you, you're, you're a Greek, you are a wealth of information with Greek mythology. And Roman and Egyptian and Norse. Right. Basically most of them. Yes. Most of the well-known ones. Yes. You're, you're just a, 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 a wealth of knowledge. Thanks. Wealth of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Next. All right. Hold you. 10? Yeah. 10. Just, <laughs> just turn 10. Just turn 10. I know. You don't even know your own son's birthday? I was asking you, <laughs> like, how old are you? You just turned 10. Yes. Yes. I know your birthday. Well, September 25th, what happened? 2012. Okay. Uh, the words are gone. Because you're effing with the buttons too much. I'm not. I'm scrolling down okay. with the buttons like you okay. told me to. There we go. There we go. Robin. How do you explain that an owner or that that they are are their dog's biggest enablers, thus creating problems? How do how do you explain it, Robin? Just the way you just the way you wrote it. You know, there's something we need to talk about. Your dog has got a lot of behavioral issues, and you have been enabling your dog in those issues because by not stopping them, you're training them. By not stopping them, you're training them. Always remember that. Always remember that. Next. From Harry, he had to get a stubborn dog into the car. <laughs> Straight to the point here. Right. Um, force. Hmm? Compulsion. So a lot of people say put food. I, I, you know, it's like it's so funny. I, I don't realize. I don't know if people realize how many dogs won't take food. Even the HVTs, the high value treats, or the super HVTs, the higher value treats. They don't care. Hmm. They don't want to go in the car. So what you do is this. We've done this thousands of times successfully. Never has failed. Um, if it's a car and they're in your back seat, take a long line, okay? Take a 15, 20-foot line, throw it through the other side. So open up both back doors, throw it through the other side. Have somebody else pulling on that leash. You hold on to the normal leash. Walk up to the car, put the dog into a default sit, and then say, whatever word you want to say, load up, get in the car, car, whatever. I say the word truck. Have the other person doing all the hard pulling, and then you just guide the dog in. And at the beginning, if the dog puts on the brakes, which they will, don't stop pulling. It ain't looking pretty. I'll tell you that much. It's not looking pretty. A lot of screaming, 
Dog might poop. A lot of maybe redirection, so be careful. Dog goes in. Awesome. Close the door. Open the door. Dog can't jump out. Say break. Dog comes out. Do it again. And then do it again. And then do it again. The person on the other side will start feeling less and less pressure. And eventually, you don't have to use any pressure from the other side. The dog loads up. We do the exact same thing for dogs going in crates. You run the leash through the back of the crate. It has never, ever failed us. Thousands of times, it has never failed us. Next. From and heck, good luck. They are loving their dog hugs, and we are mean. Yep. Yep. I'm definitely Mr. Meanie. Next. Yeah, right. More like Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> Read the question. We're running out of time. Hey, okay. Seven o'clock. Let's go. Ask a couple questions. Robert, I have a question for you. Okay. Robert, ask the, que- ask the question, Robert. You don't need to type in the question. You don't need to ask for permission. You just lost your spot, and it's 7 o'clock. Go to the next question. <laughs> From... Go up higher. It's not going down. You told me not to spam there go, the right buttons. There. There. So. From Marion. When my dog is sleeping in the bathroom and, and gets woken up suddenly in her sleep, when we have to use the bathroom, she growls and barks, but walks out of the bathroom. Is this a reflex? Um, let's see. When my dog is, is, the dog is definitely asleep, number one, put your dog in the crate at night. That's not going to fix the problem, but it's a safety issue. Because the last thing I want is to be walking butt naked into my bathroom at 2 a.m. because I got to take a piss and I got myself an aggressive dog, okay, looking for hot dogs. It's like, no effing way, sir. That ain't going to be happening. So, startled dogs often will get like the instant reflex of like that growl. But the dog's leaving, which is good. So, the dog's got some sort of impulse control. Dog's like going you know, probably giving you the middle finger all the way out. But I would just, I would just, I would kennel up the dog. Just kennel up the dog. But eventually, what you should do is you should correct that behavior. All right. One more question from Kelly there. No. I know, but we have one more question. But train with Rick. Oh, two more questions, yes. So, Chenry Lal I K R seriously? I'm confused. LOL. What? Seriously. These are acronyms. It's all internet acronyms. LOL. LOL, laughing out loud. Guys, it's pronounced LOL, right? No, it's LOL. Guys, comment. It's pronounced LOL. Go to the next question because then we have to tune off. We have to walk the dogs. That's a fantastic affiliate program. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, it is. It's a really great affiliate program. We're being very, very generous. Digital products, you can be more generous. So, um, we're excited. We're very, very excited about it. Very, very excited about it. So it's great. It's great. Second source of income. Third source of income is most people know you want multiple revenue streams. And um, this is, this is a good one. This is a really good one. We're excited about it. All right, guys, may I be in love with you. Take care. Uh, today is Wednesday. I'll see everybody Friday morning for wake the fuck up with Jeff at 8 a.m. Eastern standard time. And then again at 8 p.m. I'm sorry, at 6 p.m. Eastern standard time for the, what would Jeff do show? Angela will, will be, will be back, um, in rare form, you know, throwing out quotes. Got some Socrates stored away in there. Socrates, uh, 
I don't think so. I have a deck of cards that has clubs on it, though. What else do you have from Play-Doh? Uh, nothing else. You know who said, damn, the torpedoes full speed ahead? Uh, probably a World War II soldier. Robert E. Lee. All right. Take care. Robert E. Lee. Bye.